0: Welcome into another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. As always, thank you for being here with Nathan and
1: myself. What's going on, pal? How are you? I just try not to laugh at you too hard. <laughs> I know I'm always uh, being silly. I know you. Uh, yeah, you start out, you know, singing basically the intro there. That's yeah. <laughs> that's <pretty> good. <laughs> that's good. I'm doing great. Good. I'm, uh, I'm I'm excited. I love love doing the show and love getting some information out there to all of our listeners. So uh, we got some really good stuff we're going to talk about yeah. today. So looking forward to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're gonna actually we need to play play uh, the final countdown that song from the 80s right here <laughs> that doo 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 yeah that'd be good,
1: doo-doo, yeah, that'd be good. Uh,
0: because we're going to talk about the final decade here on the program we're going to disc- and I don't mean the final decade of our lives so don't get all morbid <laughs> on us folks we're not talking about like right before you die or anything we're talking about the, the 10 no, year right. yeah the 10 year period before basically you hit your retirement date so maybe yeah, 10 right years before retirement yeah, yeah. leading up to yeah. some things to consider
1: some things to think about on that it's a really important time frame. Not that the rest of your career is not, but this is a really important time frame to just not make any really bad decisions and also, you know, have some have some things that you need to take care of. So that's what we're yeah, going to discuss. Got a couple bullet yeah. points
0: for you to hit here.
1: Yeah. But before we
0: get into that, that's our confidence corner. Let's go ahead and hit the news. The extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so as you may have heard in the last week or so, uh, President Trump has now claimed Florida as his state of residence instead of New York. <laughs> he says for tax reasons, and it got me to thinking. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How often you know, do moves like this make sense for us regular folks? So like Nathan, for your clients, do you have people that uh, want to live someplace and still work with you or maybe the snowbird thing or whatever?
1: Yeah, we actually have a lot of clients that have moved. Of course, Tennessee is fantastic for, you know, we have no state income tax. You know our our sales tax is high, but that covers that basically is something that everyone pays when you're purchasing, you know, goods and and you know groceries, things right. like that. All right. of those things. So yeah, we do actually have a lot of people move to Tennessee because of that reason. So okay. um, from a lot from Chicago actually really? and okay. California, yeah. So there's a lot that are coming this way. Property's cheaper, taxes are less. So yeah, people do make that transition in retirement. And you know, taxes are a big deal in the states that have really high. High tax rates, especially state income tax rates, just suffer as people. You know, are kind of freed up in retirement. They're able to move and transition a lot easier at that point. So they do lose a lot of those yeah. residents um, as they as they enter that retirement phase.
0: Well, and that's actually a piece that goes well with our conversation for the final decade here in just a second, without even really thinking about that. So also, kind of you know, considering where do you want to live in retirement, yeah. and how yeah. might that a affect Christian. your yeah, how might that affect your taxes and whatnot. All right, well there you go. So consider that whenever it comes time to uh, discussing retirement plans. Do you want to stay in the state that you're in? Uh, uh, are you working with an advisor who can work with you in a different state? You know, check all those things as well. Maybe you've got an advisor you've been working with and you want to move someplace else. Or are they licensed to help you? So on and so forth. A lot of little things there to consider. And we'll be back right now. After this, we're going to do the Confidence Corner. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the Confidence Corner. Confidence Corner. All right, so. It only takes about two seconds to do that whole little transition, but we think they're fun, so that's why we did it. So yeah. anyway, it's yeah. time for the confidence corner, guys. <laughs> and so we're gonna talk about what's important, uh, or things to consider. And I guess I gave it away right there. But that's the first bit. I've got four bullet points for you, Nathan. So in that 10 years that you're closing in the gap to the retirement date, whatever it is, let's just say it's 65. Yeah. Uh, let's just yeah. say somebody's picked 65. That's common. It's, it's sure. common, right? Yeah. So in the 10 years leading up to it, one of the first things you need to do to, su- to do, excuse me, is decide
1: what is important. Yeah, it's your retirement. So you can't base it off of what your friends did or your neighbors or your parents or whatever. Do what you want to do. You probably have different goals and different you know, desires that you have for retirement. So set those things up. Talk with your spouse about that. Make sure that you have that conversation and just get a plan together for that. So it's a lot of times people don't want to spend their retirement on the beach or traveling. They want to do something else and want to feel maybe that their time is being spent more You know, productively or whatever, you know, so whatever your goal is, it's your retirement. Make sure that you decide what's important and strive to work toward those goals and make sure that everything is lined up so you can accomplish that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and a couple of things I would maybe say to toss in there to consider, Nathan, is like, do you want to retire earlier, right? And maybe consider living on less money yeah, uh, or retire later and consider having more money,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you have to work longer, right? So, you got to balance that. Yeah, you do. And, you know, there is, it's a good balance. That's the thing that's important is you don't want to just, you know, kind of Hoard all of your money away for a rainy day, but you also don't want to blow it all in the first three or four years of retirement. So you want to make sure that you have a good balance and a good plan in place. And, you know, another thing that kind of goes there is 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 it important to you to leave a legacy, you know, to your kids or grandkids? And so that's something to consider. Uh, You know, there's a lot of different things to think about, but those are just some basic ones to kind of get you going in the right direction.
0: Okay. You mentioned the blowing it in three months. So stage two (laughs) of this conversation is knowing your your numbers. You need to know your numbers. And the first bit would be, Looking in, in looking at a budget and saying how much do I spend now and and a budget is not a fixed income. Let's make sure we're clear on that, right?
1: No, that's right. It's not and and it's just a good idea to have a really good grasp on what you spend every month. What your basic expenses are, your needs. Right, okay, right. so this is probably not your country club membership. This is probably <laughs> right. you know just the, <laughs> the food, shelter, clothing. Yeah, yeah. Some people that is a basic need, and it, and that's okay. That's your goals and your desires, your numbers. It's the okay? yeah you can <laughs> that would be say that. kind of fun I yeah. actually have that quite often really? you know, that's, that's it's pretty funny. important for people yeah so I mean that's a really big part of their social aspect in their retirement so you know they they really love okay, that they go right. there quite often and so they do those things so yeah it's just you know everyone is different yeah, yeah everyone is different so it's just what's important to you but make sure that you take the time to look at what your expenses are because that's a good starting point. And then what are these other things going okay. to what cost you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... So another thing to consider is how much will you spend in retirement? You know, what are the goals? What are the things you're trying to accomplish? You know, how much money do you have? That's a good thing to look at and and go from there. And then the just basic income uh, that's going to be kind of the fixed income side. So Social Security, pension, rental incomes, if you have that, just things that you know that are going to be there, uh, they may be adjusted a little bit. Social Security may, it probably won't, but it's going to need to be adjusted to some extent. At some point down the road. So, those things are basically going to be considered fixed income sources for you. And then, how much are you going to need from your investments? So, let me give you a good idea. Don't don't plan on spending 10% of your investment portfolio because you've heard your portfolio makes 12% a year. Okay. Right? That's crazy. You know, markets don't average 12%. They don't even average 10%. If they do, it's over a really long time frame. So make sure that you're using a reasonable distribution rate. So lots of uh, research on this, basically 4 to 6% is a good number. And we've had podcasts on that in the past. And so you can kind of scroll back through if you're a regular listener you can look through our list and see the 4% rule and, and see what we're talking about there. But just make sure that you've got you know your expenses, your numbers lined up as well. Not just your goals. That was the first thing: goals, things that you want to accomplish, and then make sure that your numbers fit what you are trying to do.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. And again, as Nathan mentioned, a great thing about you know a podcast and subscribing to it is you can go back and check something out. If you're especially if you're trying to like uh, build some ideas for yourself, you're trying to come up with some things that you want to discuss when you do decide to sit down with an advisor like Nathan O'Brien or maybe you're talking with your own advisor, whatever the case might be, but you're checking out our show. Uh, Either way, you know, you can always go back and listen to stuff. And that is at the financialanswer.com, thefinancialanswer.com. You can click on the episodes list there and you can scroll back through and you'll see the one about the 4% rule. And of course, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do so on Google or Uh, Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. And on those episode pages, you actually have little ways that you can share those. You can uh, text it to a friend. You can uh, share us on social media. So we would certainly appreciate that as well. Uh, Help us grow our numbers while you're talking about your numbers. And that's what we're kind of getting into here with the final decade is, you know, stage one, like we said, decide what's important. You know, talk with your, your spouse about, you know, do you want to leave a legacy? Are we going to try to retire early? Are we going to try and retire a little later and work a little longer, depending on what the numbers say? That stage two. Uh, and Nathan gave us a lot of good things to think about there. And then number three, Nathan, is one that we all kind of want to, I don't know. Put hide. our head in the sand. Yeah, we all want to kind of hide from it a little <laughs> that's bit. That's right. <laughs> and I, I mean, I get it. We're all human and it's a very scary thing, but it's also ridiculously out of control. And that's, we got to get a handle on the healthcare thing. One way or another, yeah. you're going to have to
1: talk about it. Yeah, you do. And I was actually, this is a conversation I have with every client, and I was just talking with one yesterday, and and they had saved really well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this was kind of – To the point to where, you know, if they had a nursing home stay or an assisted living stay for, you know, multiple years, right? it could really destroy what they were wanting to leave to the kids and grandkids, Mm -hmm, you know, so it really kind of messed up their situation. So, you know, I recommended to them to look at purchasing long-term care insurance. It's something that can cover all these things. It just covers the unexpected. I know everyone hates to pay for something that you never use, but that's really why we buy insurance. We kind of hope we never use it and that's, you know, the person that wins is the one that doesn't have to go to one of those facilities. So, um, you know, but we just don't know that. Unfortunately, we don't know. And Medicare doesn't cover everything. So you're going to have to have, you know, supplements and additional things like Part D that covers prescriptions, all these different things that are out there. So it's just good to get a good handle and a good idea on what these things are going to cost you and the expense that it's going to be. And don't believe the lie. If the insurance agent tells you that your premiums will never go up, <laughs> please run yeah. the other direction. So that's been a big uh, misled thing with uh, long-term care insurance through the years is people have been told for some reason that the premiums will never go up and, and they do yeah. quite often. So
0: Yeah. So you got to get a handle on the health care and, and again, we're talking about the 10 year window here of the final decade. So it gives you some time to have these, you know, some of these are uncomfortable Which, conversations, yeah, but yeah,
1: the, that's the perfect, time to buy long term care insurance because it's really inexpensive compared to relatively, relatively you know to right. the rest of your life yeah. so at that point you can buy it for a really good price and kind of you know lock it in, it's going to increase, but you can kind of lock it in at that lower price like that. So it works out well.
0: Yeah. And again, so the couple of bullet points to consider, like you said, is understand what Medicare does and doesn't cover, uh, have a plan to cover the expenses that it did not cover. And then of course, assessing that risk for those long-term care issues. And yeah, we're all that way about insurance. It's like we pay insurance, you know, for car insurance. I've been paying car insurance for, since I was, you know, 16 years old and, you know, knock on wood here, uh, I've never had an accident. So I can sit there and go, oh man, Forty years—that's awesome, right? Forty years—I've—I've paid, you know, insurance to never need it. Yeah. Um, but the second, now that I've done it, I've jinxed myself, but the second, <laughs> you know, the second that, that I don't have, it would be the second that things get really bad. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I'm with right. you. It's a tough one. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it's certainly tougher. You know, if you wind up in a situation, you don't have insurance. So make sure you're considering that. And then the final bit, Nathan here on our final decade conversation, uh, we try to squeeze all this stuff in a 15 minute window for folks so they can kind of consume it. In our podcast and then get rolling is, Understand that your needs are going to change over time. I think we're all smart enough to know that through retirement, our needs and things are going to change. Well, guess what?
1: So should your plan. It should. Right. That's right. So you're not going to probably be traveling when you're 85. You know, yeah, I don't might, have many clients <laughs> that do, but yeah, more than likely you're not. And so um, now, you know, I don't know. Modern medicine is really good. So it may keep us going longer, longer but, That's true. you know, don't plan on those expenses for travel lasting your entire lifetime. Health care costs are going to increase. We've talked about that. It's going to happen. Right. One it's goes down, go another
0: up. goes up. Yep. That's
1: right. And it's going to go up faster than the inflation rate. So make sure that you're planning includes that. It's typically mm-hmm. about 7% a year on average. So mm-hmm. much higher in cost. And, you know, what's your housing going to be? Are you planning on living at the same house? Do you plan on moving? Do you plan on, you know, downsizing, which a lot of people do yeah. or moving into a condo or a different state or like we started yeah. to show with. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So you can, you can change your expenses that way, increase or reduce them. And then, you know, again, just Make sure your income streams are there. How's inflation going to factor in on those things? Do those income streams increase with inflation? Because we today have a 20, 25-year retirement expectancy. So you cannot live off of the same income 20 years into retirement that you start out retirement with. You've got to have some kind of inflation adjustment on there. Yeah. So make sure those things are are considered. Well, 20 even seems conservative, really. If in It is. My yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's probably 25,
0: 30, really. Yeah. Yeah, we
1: typically plan for 30, but, you know, it's just, it's something that, you know, people need to consider yeah. at least twenty or twenty-five, and yeah. and go from there.
0: Yeah. And one more that maybe consider in there as understanding that your needs are going to change is just how it's going to affect you when the one with the first spouse goes as well. Yeah. So yeah, and it's a So
1: especially if there's a big pension from that spouse or something, and you don't receive any of those benefits, that can really impact your income. So yeah. there's just a lot of things that need to be factored in there um, that you need to consider. So that's what financial planning is and retirement planning is. It's looking at all of these situations and making sure that your numbers work out for what you're trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah. And so if you're getting close to that final decade and you're thinking, hey, I well, I want to retire at X number date and it's about 10 years from now, these are some good things for you to consider having conversations about and getting started on. And if you're already into the final decade and you haven't had this conversation, don't fret. You can still get started and do that as well. You just might have to speed the timetable up just a hair here and there. And if you're already right at retirement and you still haven't had the conversations, well, then call Nathan right now and, and get <laughs> right. on you know, On the calendar and have a conversation with him. 855-51-COACH. For anybody listening that would care to have that chat and want to talk more about things with Nathan, give him a jingle at 855-51-COACH. As always, go to TheFinancialAnswer.com. That is TheFinancialAnswer.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Google and Apple and Spotify, whichever one you want. Uh, You can also share it, as I've mentioned before. Nathan's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor with more than 15 years of experience, a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey, and found at O'Brien and Associates. And more importantly, he's your local investor coach here in the hub city. So give him a jingle or go uh, subscribe to the podcast. Oh, and while you're on the website, you can download the investor awareness guide complimentary as well. You'll see a big link for that uh, right there on the page. So check that out. All right, buddy. Well, there you go. That's our final decade. And uh, I think that I think that did pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good. Some good things to cover there.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys have a great week. We'll be back with more, as always, each and every week here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, and we'll see you next time.